Hello, this is Leslie Lello, and you are listening to my podcast. Hey there, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, I guess. Um, today, we're going to talk about more theory than anything else. And it's about media theory versus talking about filmmaking in its raw form or even planning your life around being a filmmaker. I feel that media theory is actually quite important from a filmmaking point of view, especially if you're doing documentary. And I actually gave a lecture on this like 10 years ago, and I could find the slides maybe from that lecture, but... I'm going to summarize it and actually go cast an even wider net beyond documentary because I think it's important right now. There are a multitude of ways to explain an incident that happens. And when I was young, which wasn't that long ago, there were many different voices explaining how things happened. And in that reality, there was no one loud voice, or maybe there was, but there were a number of other perspectives that one could find easily that would look at things in a different perspective. Additionally, whatever news you were receiving in your locality was not something that was necessarily being received in another locality. Now, this, of course, caused problems, but it also didn't create such a split. And that is creating havoc and destabilizing Our nation. So when I was in seventh grade, we were learning about Russia and somebody asked, are there newspapers in Russia? And uh, the teacher said yes. And we were talking about freedom of the press and somebody said, really? Well, then that's how they get their news. They're like, yeah, but nobody believes it. And sadly, I feel like that's where we are today. And so as filmmakers, and particularly documentarians, but also when you're writing a script or picking a script, there's always going to be, A, some underlying biases. And it's inherent in anything, unless you're rattling off data, which even in that can be inherently um, biased because of uh, data that is excluded or emphasized or explained. So that was in seventh grade. And then I went on to uh, college and I became a media and uh, communications major. And I had one of the most brilliant professors I ever had in uh, that time, which inspired me to become a communications major. And he actually just read, he wrote a paper that came out on the 6th, uh, and so 
I am somewhat inspired by that to talk about this, although the topic of that paper was not what I'm talking about today. And a lot of this might seem super obvious if you pay attention to media. And this, this wasn't obvious, by the way, when I was taking classes like 20 years ago. But with this professor, this was all, oh my God, they do this and they do this and they do this. But if you're not a, a, a media major, if you weren't a media major back then, you wouldn't have gotten it. But today, it seems like people understand somewhat how uh, things are parsed out, although they think it's the whoever they're listening to is is accurate and right. And so we have this issue. We had started to have this issue a long time ago where the media was deregulated and it started to become clear that very few people were going to own a majority of the media. And before this deregulation happened, that was illegal because they saw the implications of that. But in the struggle for power that corporations are trying to always grab for, they saw that a key thing would be to control the hearts and minds of people by controlling the media and having very few voices. And that's why today we either have a bunch of people or a bunch of people saying, pardon my language, fuck those people. And that's what we have now. And there's no in between. And so this was also, this podcast was also inspired by me watching a documentary and it had a pretty inflammatory title. I don't want to get into the details of it because I'm doing my best to not get into my own political beliefs, which are scattered, honestly. Uh, and so uh, because I listen to a multitude of different medias that range from all from far, far, far one side to far, far, far the other side, and I try to do that, I do that as best I can because I, A, want to hear the way people are explaining uh, incidences that happen and also to... Um, to see what they're leaving in, they're leaving out, what they're emphasizing. And uh, it really, I feel like, is the most important way to get a balanced understanding. But the truth is, we're never going to know the full details, no matter who we listen to. No matter who we listen to. Have you ever gone to a party and then, like, about like a month later, you hear about all these things that happened at that party and you're like, oh my God, I had no idea or whatever. Just because maybe one of your friends was like really in the know. That's it. We hear maybe some like that, that friend that's in the know, we hear like a percentage of that, you know? So we never really know the full story or maybe like we'll witness something and then later we'll hear somebody tell the story of it and it is completely different than our take on what had happened. Like we're, we're, we were actually witness to some incident, maybe it's a family incident, and then you hear somebody else explain it and it's completely off base, in your opinion. So uh, that's where I feel like uh, it's hard to be vehement about a lot of the things that people are vehement about because 
we don't know the inner workings. And then if you even know the inner workings, there are a million perspectives on the inner workings. There is a improv game that improvisation, improvisational acting, where one actor will, uh, like an instant, a scene will take place and then it'll pause and then one actor, one character will explain the whole thing happening and the other actors will have to act it out. Then it'll rerun again and another actor will explain everything that happened in that original scene and the actors will have to act it out. And But they'll make up something that was completely different from that perspective of that character that puts them at an advantage or whatever. And then you have the third character doing the same thing. And this is just a playful thing, but it really, I've been thinking about it a lot and it really uh, shows the truth in uh, telling a story and how perspective is important and, and really uh, can influence how a story is told. And then you bring that back to the media and you cannot have any kind of new story, not have story inherently in there. So as documentarians, going back to seeing that documentary and I was reading the reviews on this documentary, it had a very inflammatory title and which made uh, me almost not want to watch it, but I chose to watch it. And it actually had like a somewhat compassionate thesis. And, and at least what it was attempting to do was uh, look at, psychoanalyze a certain behavior. And I just thought it was somewhat compassionate, but the title was so inciting of a defense from the start that a lot of people had already found it offensive probably before they even turned it on. So, and that happens a lot too, because people want to sell things. And that happens very much in a corporate media landscape where people want to sell things like ad space. So in being responsible filmmakers, I think the key takeaway to this podcast is just know that when you create some sort of media, it is powerful and influential, especially if it's on a hot topic of the day. And to understand that words have power and that visuals with those words also have power and it's a very, with great power comes great responsibility quote Spider-Man's <laughs> uncle, <laughs> I think. I don't really pay attention to Marvel. But anyway, um, there were times uh, in this when I gave my original lecture on documentary filmmaking that I was encouraging people to go out and make a movie if they had a f strong feeling on something that they would present it in their documentary. Um, not even a strong feeling, but an interesting perspective on something. Because I've learned a lot from documentaries and looking at something through the lens of a perspective that I may not have had before. And I love that because I, I go, okay, that's a different way to look at something. I, that appeals to me. I like hearing something that maybe isn't the way I saw it and adjusting myself in that regard. So what was interesting, though, is people felt that documentary in a lot of these reviews should be even balanced. And... I had two thoughts on that. The first is, no, it shouldn't. Uh, it shouldn't. It's a documentary. It's, a, again, a way of examining something in the world that is 
happening that is uh, a perspective, you know, and, and it's very clear that it's not meant to be even in balance. The second thing, though, is that maybe in this day and age, because the blurred line has happened, it's it's all news is and 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 documentary in a fictional sense has kind of blurred. And so maybe my perspective has changed on this since I gave this lecture 10 years ago that maybe documentary, there should be something at the beginning of documentary movies saying, this is my take on it and I'm presenting it in a movie because I feel that I have a unique and interesting take on this. So feel what you want. You may disagree, but just listen to the story I tell about the things that are happening in the world right now. And I feel that maybe that's a necessary thing at this point in time because there is a big blur. And again, going back to corporate media, there's always not always, not only is there always going to be a very compelling and powerful story behind incidents that happen, but there's always a motive behind telling those stories that is very powerful and again goes back to the whole and pardon my language again there are these people and then fuck these people and i'm not saying one side or the other because both sides do it uh but that's our that's our media that we get now and it's so unsatisfying don't you think it's unsatisfying i think it's unsatisfying and so the remedy to that so i'm saying a documentary people and even narrative when you write something in it could just be part of who you are uh, but people might read it as like a, a thing or a, a message. I have um, relatives that turn off media when certain things are, are presented in a narrative story on television and they think that they're being influenced. And maybe they are. Could be. Could be. Because it's corporate television often. But, you know, uh, just know that that is something that happens. And then the other thing is is so that's powerful but also the other takeaway in the midst of living in the world in 2021 is, and before that, but since you're probably listening to this, uh, 2021 or afterward, a general good rule of thumb is to get your news, not just from your favorite sources, go to the ones that you really dislike to go to the ones that you kind of agree with, go to the ones that you really agree with, go to all of them. And you will find that it will soften the one that you agree with the most, which sounds like a bad thing, but I think that's important for rational dialogue. And what I mean by that is it's very easy to get angry and it's natural to get angry. But it's also, like, that's a human thing. But it's also important for proper dialogue and proper change in a civil society to temper that with rational thought and debate. I guess I'm done. I'm going to leave it on that note. And thank you for listening. And I hope you have a safe and good day, and I will talk to you soon. I forgot something before I sign off. I wanted to add that I will be adding a link to my professor's 
Professor Joshua Marowitz's paper that I just um, read. And again, it, it, it's a commentary on today's media, but it's not necessarily about what I talked to, about today, but I just think everything this guy writes is brilliant. So worth reading. Uh, everyone should read his work. Fantastic. And even going back like 30 years ago, read his book. It's fantastic. Just it's it would help a lot if everybody understood what he teaches. And that's it. Uh, thank you. Have a great day. Hey, this is Leslie Lello. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can find out more and find more podcasts at howtoproducemovies.com forward slash podcasts. That's how to produce movies dot com forward slash podcasts.